Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Era Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage. I've not had coffee today. It's high on life. <laughs> but I'm high on life. We are back with another episode of the podcast. Did I already say I'm your host? <laughs> oh, that's why it's Missy. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage. The, the Kev on stage. Oh, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. Child, Do you not it. recognize me? Is that why it's hard? Yeah, maybe that's it. I'm just kind of all over the place. I didn't mean to be. It's because we listened to random theme songs this morning. We you guys did. should vote what is the best theme song of the 90s. We listened to Doug, Hey Arnold. No, we didn't listen to Hey Arnold. Tailspin, DuckTales, Inspector Gadget. That's all I remember, right? Animaniacs. Animani, totally insane. We had a conversation with our kids Animani. yesterday about the best theme songs, and they chose Pokemon. the Pokemon theme I song. I want to be the very best. This is such a terrible theme. First of all, it's too do, long. Do, 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 do. There's way too many lyrics. The train to miss my call. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. But see, the thing about it is, they feel the way about Pokemon that we feel about ours. The problem is they're wrong. They shouldn't feel that way because it's just not a good theme song. It First of all, don't ever do this again. My hair is... You guys get to have all the fun? Yes. You can't do that? No. I'm doing... Wait, which way is my bane to this? <laughs> That's when remember it, the girl Dana, Dana was like, Tell, you know, let me just... <laughs> I love her. Okay, so uh, we are taking a, a pause, so to speak, from our infertility series. Uh, the guest for today is an actual practicing doctor. Shout out to her who had a, um, she was called into work for real, for real. And so she wasn't able to join us today. So Kevin and I decided to do a, basically a catch up, catch me up type of situation. Catch me outside, how day? Yeah, uh, type of episode where we'll just kind of basically just kind of talk. Um, can I mute this because your your phone chimes? You can mute whatever you need to mute. Um, and so we're just going to do that. We may play. I bought this game called We're Not Really Strangers. Joshua, are you going to join? We're not really if strangers. We play? Okay, you might need to grab a mic. That might not work. No, I don't think you can do it in the middle. Okay. <laughs> if you can figure out a way, that'd be great. But if not, okay. I think it'd be great to have three people. But if you cannot, it's okay. Okay, so what we're going to do is basically just kind of talk. So maybe do some pop culture-y type current event stuff, some stuff that's going on in life, and then maybe play the game. Okay. Depending on what our time is looking like. Yes. Okay, so first things first. The Love Hour Conference is done. <laughs> that was literally one of the comments on Patreon. We didn't do a Love Hour Conference recap or download. Uh -oh. Shout out to the Patreon who's watching live who yes, helps support our our endeavors yes uh shout out to you guys and shout out to the boo hive um for watching me get ready today in like 30 minutes flat um so yeah the love hour conference is done i am so happy like a weight has literally been lifted off of my shoulders that mm -hmm. it is done um i have like a couple thoughts about it do you want to say anything before no, I, I, I would love to hear your thoughts first. okay so my first initial thought outside of like relief is like i'm always scared to say proud because like in the bible they like you have to add like i'm so godly proud mm -hmm. but i am proud that i was able to like actually put a check mark by something that was such a yeah. huge undertaking i feel like it was harder because it was virtual it, i definitely because of that, you had to plan two conferences yes i 
basically had to plan two conferences and i mean we haven't shared a lot of the the behind the scenes stuff but just as like quickly a tidbit because there isn't a national standard in regards to what can be open what is open when things can open like there's no national standard so every state is kind of basically doing their own thing and if you have a trash governor who's not even really mandating a statewide situation then you have cities doing their own thing and then you'll even have just certain venues kind of like it's kind of we don't There's have a lot of a no direction uniform in there's no like we're just kind of all over the place and so you know that the conference was in georgia we are obviously in california so i'm literally looking for kemp to like do something john do something <laughs> and like he wasn't and so i or he wasn't doing what i wanted him to do <laughs> and so um cobb galleria was like in this weird holding pattern they had me in a very weird holding pattern which of course led me to have you guys in a very weird holding pattern and so i ultimately had to make the decision to refund all of our attendees without getting my refund back man that's like outside of like the book club i'm not quite sure that i've ever said this out loud tell the truth yeah and i'm not looking for sympathy like i'm not no please do not sympathize no no no, i'm not we're business owners we know it's all a risk although in our defense pandemic was not on the risk our risk was that we don't sell any tickets yes and if that's okay we can we can market we can cut prices we can book someone in our risk um analysis global pandemic didn't come up it didn't cross my mind okay and i'd be trying to think of the most outlandish thing you be thinking of stuff and you didn't click off global pandemic it didn't occur ruining travel and shutting down large venues yes and so obviously with everyone you know concerned about their safety obviously i'm concerned um you know there's there's just a lot of factors to consider so i had to make the decision to um cancel even before we made the decision to go virtual i had to make the decision to cancel the live version refund those money that money to all of the attendees and i didn't get listen not one red cent back from cop galleria and so i was kind of in this like weird negotiation phase where it was like um, once you cancel with them, I was kind of playing chicken with them if we're being yep. honest I was like because it was like, acts of God for those of you who are unsure yes. why so in these contracts one thing is if it's an act of God mm-hmm. which is something that nobody can control not like Melissa canceled or Cobb Galleria burned down an act of God is like natural disasters. Mm-hmm. So they were like, act of God. No, no, no. Act of God. No, no, no. That's not it, though. The, what is it? No. I mean, the uh, this is really what sucked. And this is kind of why we brought in the um, this national standard. Technically, there wasn't a standard for them to open or not, except for like, if you can meet. Remember, we started like mm, reopening. And so it's like, right. if you can meet these requirements, you can reopen. So cop was like, we're going to reopen the weekend before your event. Right. And I was like, okay, but I already gave people their money back like weeks ago. Like, what am I yes. going to do now? Like, I'm stuck now and I have to cancel it because I've already refunded people their money. And now they're talking about opening the week before. And the reason why they were like, I couldn't get out of it because it was like, 
well, we're not really closed. We don't have, no one is saying you can't have events over this marker. You can't have, as long as you can social distance and you can do this, you guys can still be open. That's why we need a national Trump. If you ever happen by chance to like, I don't know, go on podcast and listen to the Love Hour podcast, listen to this episode. I'm talking to you, okay? Um, Because there wasn't a standard. It was like, if you can meet this, if you can do this, you can reopen and have events. And so it left me in this like weird kind of anyway so they reopened the weekend before and i was like okay yo so listen i kind of lost this game of chicken i need to cancel this event and the lady literally like three weeks ago mm-hmm. a little bit longer than that maybe um maybe at the yeah maybe a little bit longer yeah. than that about a month ago or so yeah. the lady was like okay so the best i can do and thank god this is a lesson i wasn't mean and I want it to be. I wasn't rude. And I want it to be. I want it to clean, go off. And I didn't. You didn't. I was always really, really nice to this lady. And so what she ended up doing was advocating on my behalf yes. to her boss. Come on, advocate. And so she went and was like, this late, you know, she's trying to host this event. This is what it is. She has like, you know, I had like 750 tickets sold. She needs to decide to move forward with her um her vendors because that you know you need to decorate and all of these things and it was just oh so many things i'm skipping but the point is she went and advocated and was like i understand that we're opening the week before her event but that's not enough time for her to get the momentum and still host her event that following weekend what can we do and so what they did was um refunded me three of my four payments so i still lost money um but i didn't lose all the monies so that is the love our podcast conference situation um i think overall given the hecticness that was the conference with excel events literally crashing bruh no conf- no conference software is foolproof yet not no. none, none of the streaming software no. is foolproof but there's zoom stream yard and then hop in and excel are way for yeah. far down the t- the the uh totem pole um is that a racist term what totem pole it, it could be it could be right yeah. that's like a native american absolutely thing. i wonder if that's if that's a pc I, it's probably going to come up soon do people say that anymore it's totem pole race politically, uh, politically correct, correct. Oh my gosh, it is. Because it misrepresents the very important symbolism contained within the totem. Low man on the totem pole or climbing the totem pole are phrases that have been used to imply something about the status of a person. The phrases are insensitive because it misrepresents the very important symbolism contained within within the the totem. totem. Oh, so maybe being on the bottom of the totem isn't actually bad. Right, right, right. Oh, this is a lot of Yeah, this is a lot. This is a lot. Hold this is down just... the fort is what? Hold down the fort is sometimes uttered when leaving someone in charge, but the original meaning implies that people need to protect themselves from savages. Oh. Circle the wagons implies savages are coming. Both are derogatory and not appropriate. Let's powwow. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Oh, I get that. I, I say too many chefs in the kitchen. Huh. Wow. Hmm. I don't know the requisite thing for what I was trying to say. But. Someone said focus. We did go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, 
So anyway, that was kind of everything that happened there. It was I, I forget why we went why we were talking about that. We're catching people up. We have Oh, no, 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 but we were about to say something else. Anyways, the point is that I am extremely happy that it's over. I'm extremely happy that it was um given everything that happened in the pivot and Excel events crashing. That's where we were. Yeah. Cra- Listen, we had a whole entire meeting. Okay, let me just tell you guys this really really quickly and then we're going to segue out of this. I'm going to tell you guys this really quickly. So on day 1 of the conference, the um the platform crashed. And so when I tell you I was pissed because I had already had several meetings with this dude, the dude meaning the CEO, we talked on the phone. I ended up like having a um, Zoom conference style meeting with him. All these things happened. Had tech runs after tech run after tech, all these things. So day one it crashed. We're like texting him. He ends up um, uh, t- t- texting me. So we're like texting the whole time. We end up having a call at the end of the day on day one. We Again, we didn't go off, but we were like very firm mm-hmm. that like, you messed up, okay? So yeah, basic. So on day two, <laughs> me and my two tech guys, who by the way were phenomenal, shout out to our Patreon and the Discord because they yeah. helped link me with one of the guys, and he was absolutely phenomenal. So, anyways, we um day two, all three of us got on the Zoom. Well, they got on the Zoom. I was like in the Zoom, but not really in the Zoom, and texting them like, ask him this ask him this and so we were all in the zoom that morning he like guaranteed there wasn't going to be any problems and then it crashed again so anyway the morning of when i tell you um kadeem and richard had this man on his toes man it was great Listen, I was like, y'all better be black, but also be about your father's business. Okay. They were in here asking these man, this man these questions. And he eventually had to just be like, I actually don't because they were asking him to see like graphs from his stress test. He was asked, let me see the data and what it do. And the man was like, listen, I just have this as proof we did it, but I actually don't know what it means. And I was like, this man is just kind of stressed. So anyways, I was just really happy and like proud that like we're black, but we're also like, we know what we're we know doing. know what's going on. Yeah, we know what's going on and you need to know what's going on, especially during a pandemic, because you'll be out here stressed and your skin is always the biggest reflection of your for me, at least my skin is the number one thing to like go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs whenever I am stressed. And we don't want to forget the importance of not only women and skin care, but men and skin care as well. And that's why Lumen is here. Kevin uses the gray charcoal mask. Mm-hmm. It helps your fin- skin feel supple, extract any oils and, you know, make your skin look luminous and glowy and beautiful. All the things that men need as well as women. Men, it's okay to take care of your skin too. All right. Don't be out here thinking that you can't take care of your skin. You can take care of your skin, your hair, your nails, your body. And for skin, we use Lumen. Lumen is on a mission to help give men the amazing skin they deserve through high quality, expert created products delivered right to your door. You deserve to look and feel your best. And here's where you can start. Go to lumenskin.com slash love to get a one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. That's lumenskin.com slash love to get your first month free lumenskin.com slash love. This is love. really important because we're back on quarantine which means you probably can't go to see your esthetician and mm-hmm. take care of your stuff uh, uh, you know out and about so you have the ability to do it at the house okay um, so that's it for the Love Hour conference um, did you want to add anything uh, would you do it again 
right now, that answer today, right now, in this moment is no. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I had like two girls in the book club asking, or I'm sorry, encouraging me that they were telling me how other events also crashed. I know it wasn't just me. Um, It just was the platforms are new you know they're kind yeah, of a they like- budding emerging kind of platform because of covid that they're really really popular and so i just don't think they're at a point where they can handle the full capacity that is online conferences well the thing is what they always say is they have we can do five thousand we can do ten thousand right. but those are usually passive listeners right who are just opening up their screen listening to somebody speak what happens with our audience and what happened with the love hour, you have so many people actively commenting that their systems aren't used to that. Right. And that's the same thing when we did the all deaf thing on hop in and we didn't have this many people right. on hop in. So I was telling you like this, this doesn't really work as, as good like that. So you don't have, you had 1500 people all mm-hmm. commenting and right. those websites are not used to that. So, um, that's something that these companies are never aware of. And that's why YouTube, for whatever bad it has, it can handle the weight of a lot of people watching live and commenting. So like I said on the conference, I was really glad that our audience was really understanding because Melissa tested this thing doggone twice a week for three weeks on her own with them, with her people. Like it was insane. But you can't put the the game time stress of people who are excited commenting on on a scrimmage like yeah. we had you know we had maybe 10 people mm-hmm. and we weren't we can't even come as much as you know a thousand people so but we made it and i think sometimes just doing that is enough yeah you know just being able to say we we did this under some mitigating circumstances yeah so i don't know if i'll do it again um we'll see but for right now i'm just proud that it is done yeah and i can always say that i that i did it that yeah. that actually uh, makes me really proud to kind of segue though into like the next kind of what's up with us topic is that i feel a strange sense of i don't know if you heard us talk about this when we played this game over the weekend but one of the things that i have this strange fear of right now it's kind of causing me some anxiety is what next Mm -hmm. so when i first started yes when i first started on this like entrepreneurial journey what gave me a lot of purpose and meaning was planning the conference Mm. so i've been doing that for almost two years. Yeah, since basically the beginning of, I mean, it wasn't the very beginning. We had meetings in the racism office. Yes. Plenty of meetings in the racism office. Yes, absolutely. And so um, the thought of like, that's not the big rock that I have to surmount right now Mm. has me like, okay, but I can't just be like twiddling my thumbs, you know? So trying to find what that next, what this next iteration of this journey looks like for me has me kind of freaked out. I get that because you have the podcast, but the planning for the podcast isn't as, or wasn't, isn't as daunting as, you know, because we, you know, the person, uh, the doctor uh, had to uh, be a doctor. There you go. Uh, Had to reschedule last minute. And you were like, okay, we can do this, this, that, and do the podcast. Mm -hmm. But the conference was like, okay, who's the speakers? Right. I remember us going back and forth and we should have singles or not. Yeah. You know, like there was things we, you know, you, you'd take weeks to get this right speaker or hear back, negotiate the hotel, stuff that never even mattered at the end of the day, the hotels. And we doggone went to Atlanta and like walked from the hotel 
to the food places yeah. and said, will people want to walk there? Yes. It's not really that hot today. Yes. If it's 95, are people going to walk? Are gonna, is this, if they have to eat in the conference center, is that going to yes. be enough? We met with AV people. Like We did all that stuff. You flew to Atlanta on your own yes. and, and did stuff. We went on another day and did stuff. So um, do you feel like you have to have some thing? Yes. Otherwise, I feel like I'm already kind of brainstorming what that that looks like, what that means. But I feel like otherwise, I the idea of just being at home and not doing anything is just not it's just not acceptable for me. And so trying to figure out what that looks like, whether that means vlogging more. And even that is like, uh, so it's just like, I don't know what that love hate relationship. I do. I feel like our life is so regular that like, who wants to see this? Like I don't do anything. Like I just do regular stuff. So like the idea of vlogging it, like it feels like I need to do something worthy of turning on the camera. And I feel like my everyday life is just not worthy of that. Mm, I used to feel like that about vlogs. Then when I be watching vlogs, I'd be like, bro, y'all don't be doing nothing. They really don't. I mean, go to sleep, Joshua. Some (laughs) some are masters of making the mundane interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that is something I struggle with because. For me, vlogging is like, we are going to Japan. Right. This is a cool thing. Josh can do drone shots. Yes. We, you know what I mean? Like, right. this is interesting. And then I watch, like, professional vloggers like Tim and Gabe and Babe. They don't, like, they do do those things. But if they only did vlogs for that stuff, they would have no vlogs. Yeah, that's true. And somehow I'm really interested on the day-to-day thing. But the thing I realized, and this is something we have to think about, the key between them and us is they vlog daily right tim always has his vlog camera and he always finds a moment he shoots two or three minutes of it and then later on he puts 20 minutes together mm-hmm. he doesn't say let me vlog today it is the, the the same way you would tweet that man has his camera ready thought vlog and i think that's the hardest part for us because i think our vlogs this year have been much more entertaining mm-hmm. even when they're not crazy things but yesterday when i got the unit installed we, you were like we should vlog this and i was like yes and then we didn't and i, I went thought live. you were going to the problem, live. the problem is that if there's a competition between vlogging and going live, you'll always choose vlog. I mean, going live. Yeah. For, you know, it was Patreon, you know, but yes. So, um, yes. What? You're looking at me. I didn't understand the comment, but okay. Well, it was like, yeah, it's like give some bonus to the Patreon. Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought was. But I feel like that's a decision we have to make. I'm curious about what you find next. I don't know what it's going to be. It freaks me out. Because I don't I don't know um, what it's going to be. And it doesn't have to be something like so long term, like planning a conference. But I definitely feel like I need I need to have that thing that I'm working towards. Because not only did you have the conference, you also had um, the date nights, the love hour lives mm-hmm. that you were planning. Yeah. We can't even do that. Yeah. We had um, I have so many venues that I reached out to that was a complete waste of time I feel like God also was like don't do it because if I would have started what I wanted to do was book all those places and do one big announcement mm-hmm. child ain't no telling how like so many refunds so much logistical nightmare God. that would have been a mess if I was doing this tour without an agent and I had to refund luckily we don't be spending the money like that for whatever reason but the sheer logistics of trying to move i would have just 
I would have just been like, never mind. Here's all your money back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so thankful that I didn't have to do that. I don't have to do that because it was it would have been a nightmare. It's a mess. So anyway. All right, that's it for the conference. Uh, do you want to talk about entanglements? Entanglements. August Alcina's has a new song. I, have- I we never talked about it from this point of view. Okay. Me and Angel were just oops, we're just from the you know the the joking point of view. But we never heard your thoughts on entanglements. Knowing how much you love Will. I know. I love Will. I love Jada. Do you love August? I didn't know nothing about that man until he was on the Red Table Talk. But that's also very Melissa to be like, who is he? (laughs) Um, I feel, okay, I'm only going to talk about this from the, um, well, I have like a couple varying like opinions. So opinion oh. number one. The Buhai heard your opinion? What'd they say? No, they said the Buhai Oh, heard they probably opinion. did. You're okay. right. Um, but I want to hear it. So my opinion number one from Jada's perspective, one of the things that she said that, and this is not an excuse, like I want to be clear that I do not feel, number one, girl, so many thoughts, get it together. Okay, hold okay. on. Why do you think about that? People are asking for my tour. They are rescheduling dates. If the uh, each club is different, but for the most part, if you want to see me when the dates are rescheduled, you can. They are moving those dates, so that's what's happening now. My agents moving dates, 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 dates. So everything's getting pushed back to late winter, spring, uh, shoot, even into the summer summer of next year. So that's what's happening there. If you want a refund, I think the clubs are giving it, but I can't speak on that individually because each club is different. But they are rescheduling dates. So if you want to see me and you don't mind the money, just keep your ticket. Okay. Now. The They'll honor your ticket at honor the later ticket. date. There you yeah, go. Once it's rescheduled. Okay. So uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but I do have a lot of thoughts. But okay. So let me start from the very beginning. I was disappointed that Jada said entanglement, even though it caused this like flurry of memes mm-hmm. and all of that. I was disappointed that she said entanglement and she didn't just call it what it was. Like I actually felt like that to me was the most disappointing part. Of but the isn't whole situation. it a really? A, didn't you look it up and say it really was? No, I didn't. I think August Alcina did before he released yeah. a single. And um, I mean, I get that it maybe really by definition is, but child, call a thing a thing, girl. You're but it is an entanglement. Child, it, but I is it felt- cheating? This is what this is why I'm curious because they were separated and she stood firm on this. I did not do no transgression. So I feel like they had made a thing where, because Will didn't say you cheated on me. Will didn't say, that's true. You know what I mean? So I think for us, it's cheating because of our traditional view sure, of marriage. Sure, sure. But they don't have a traditional view of that's marriage well. in any shape or form. So she doesn't seem to think she cheated. Will didn't say you cheated on me. He said he was mad. Yeah. But he didn't say you cheated on me. So maybe that's why she didn't call it an affair. But I think enough. They were still married. A relationship outside of marriage, whether you—that's an affair. But they're not married. They're life partners, girl. So I feel like they don't—they don't have the same definition. Definition that we're of with. marriage that we're starting with. Okay. We all have. If we are you, if you you have an entanglement, you cheated on me, right? Because in our marriage, sure. That's Anything relationship else? norm violation. Relationship. So that's what I feel like she did a relationship norm violation, sure. but it might not have been cheating. No, no, no. They That wasn't a relationship norm violation. If they, that's your whole point of what oh, you're saying. Oh, got it. Yeah. Got it. So then why was Will mad? So because he was still hurt behind it, but we don't know the, in, the ins and outs I of know that. the ins and outs. Anyway, the other thing that I wanted to say outside of that <laughs> is that I 
me myself personally was not surprised at any of this revelation. The reason why is because if you've listened to any of the Red Table Talks, mm-hmm. specifically about the ones that deal with their relationship and the ones that will have been on, they've all but said they've had a really hard time. They've all but said they've almost broken up. They've all but said they have separated. And all of those things, they've even kind of alluded to affairs before. like. If you listen closely mm, enough, they careful def- with their words. Yes, I feel like they definitely danced around it. So for me, I wasn't surprised. Was I surprised that it was this young man? That's her, you know, her uh, stepson's age. Yeah, very much so. But all in all, the situation to me wasn't surprising at all. I feel like somebody just said this in Patreon. Maybe Will was mad that it got out. Well, More I'm, than and it's going to conjure. I don't know that he was mad. Um, I that's a vile. I saw somebody was talking about psh, transparency, and I'm like, y'all have some nerve to feel so entitled to these people's personal business. What they felt comfortable with sharing with us is what we knew. No, up to that I point. want it all. August, don't be up in here doing your red table talk, but then it's you. You ain't want to talk. Give me everything. No, no, no. And they told us as much as they wanted us to know. No, I want more. August forced their hand. Yeah, he did. He forced, <laughs> child. He forced their hand. And to me, that's what kind of I was like, I'm kind of side eyeing you that like you felt the need to like publicize something that's so private and personal like that. She has to what? Share all that business? No, no, no. I think because he outed her, she has to address it. I do agree. But again, I think the building blocks that they have given us throughout the the series of Red Tabletop, I definitely think they've painted a picture that was like super. And maybe it's because, again, from the perspective of a wife, when I hear Jada talk about her marriage, when I hear Jada talk about her relationship with Will, as a wife, I'd be like, girl, I get it. Girl, I understand. And so it makes nothing surprising. Mm -hmm. I don't know. People... No, and I agree. Someone just said, but it's August business as well. I do agree. I still feel like, I don't know. How you going to promote an album? Listen, the man all got, all got his sister's kids to take care of. Jada already rich. Don't, you don't get to just use me and cast me to the side and make me seem like I don't matter. Well, and I'm that's going on thing. Angela Yee. If, I, if this is my life to promote, you know how celebrities do. They use your, their life to promote their stuff. That's a choice you made. If you didn't make that choice in August, I'll see it would have been lying. If he's lying, then he can't promote it. But he was real. He was telling the truth. I mean, I'm not saying any of that. I just still, listen, the way I, me, myself personally operate, I hate the fact that we're even talking about this. It makes your literal personal relationship fodder for the public. That's one thing. Well, we're going to go farther into this. So before we do that, I feel like August can sing and he's very skilled in that. And- Skillshare is a sponsor of this episode. (laughs) Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people or non-creative people who are just curious. At a time when so many important conversations are happening in our world, your voice is more essential than ever. Explore classes to unlock your creativity for social good. I talked about this in another podcast, but I'm a photographer now. You saw my hair when I first got it with the grill. You might have thought Josh Gans took that because he's a professional photographer. 
with me, just regular guy using Skillshare. Skillshare offers membership with meaning, with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Skillshare has classes to fit your schedule and skill level. Members, members get unlimited access to thousands of inspiring classes with hands-on projects from a community of millions. Explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash love hour. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash love hour. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash love hour. Uh, this episode is also sponsored by Blue Chew. And if you happen to be in an entanglement before you go in, make sure you pop a Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Listen, if you're going to be you, entangled, listen, if you're gonna destroy you might them as well walls. get your power up. Yeah, you can't be going to them walls half cocked. You got to go full on. Blue Chew at your side. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code LOVE. Love. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com. B-L-U-E. Chew.com. Promo code LOVE to try it for free. Just pay $5 for shipping. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So make sure to use promo code LOVE at BlueChew.com and get your entanglement on uh, okay um did you really i cannot do it, it was hot it's annoying my ears it's uh, i don't like things on my whenever ears. i wear my wig that has the bangs it around my ears always gets so irritated they get hot and warm yours can't are red do it too. i cannot do are it no hot? more yes yep you feel it too. you know my ears are sensitive yes ah when, when i don't have it on the beanie i can move it off of my ears and it was just like, yep. and I cannot do it's it. It's so annoying. I can't do no more today. <laughs> I'm so mad it's you hot. just took it off. If and it's li- hot under there. Yeah, it, listen. It's hot. Especially during the summertime. <laughs> wearing a wig, child. Oh, my Lord. Bruh. I, can't, I need I need Now, options. imagine having your ears burning hot and it's sewn in and your scalp is itching. Listen, I don't know. Listen, I can't be in the community. People have been sending me stuff. It's too much. There's so you, you gotta, gotta get dip a in hot water. Home. You gotta you gotta have the wig. You gotta people been sending me all these products like I'm already three hundred in. Yeah. How oh, much do you have? This to lifestyle pay? is expensive. Oh, I thought bald was bad. No. Bald is back to good. Wigs are ex <laughs> first of all, because then you start learning about the good the good textured oh, hair geez. that will hold a curl and doesn't get tangled. Then you got to learn about the lace. I pulled my leg up because I was hot. That thing was just sitting in my ears. <laughs> Chef, I Welcome remember to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. When we were in um, D.C. and we were doing a media tour on the very first tour, I had this weave. <laughs> And it was the worst hair I've ever bought in my entire life. And it just kept getting tangled and matted and like all nasty together. And I was like, this is the worst hair I've ever bought in my entire life. <laughs> like once you start understanding that there is levels to this, child, yes, you'll spend too a much. Whole, whole paycheck on this. Anyway, the point is that I was not surprised. And when um, Jada said I was finally happy, <laughs> listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. What you talking? That had to hurt. Oh, I'm sure. And that's why I'm sure Will's face. 
I didn't see it at first. All the boobs were like, no, Melissa. So I had to go back and like look. But his face, it's still conjuring up those feelings. Mm -hmm. Like those are still raw, real emotions. And uh, Jada was trying to make it seem like it was long ago. Girl, stop lying, 2018. Some, your timeline ain't adding up, ma'am. Some ain't lining up. So I definitely think those are, you know, real emotions and um they've been now exposed for public consumption yeah and that's just to me that's just not fair it's it's just it's just not fair i i feel for them as a married couple who has decided to move forward from this and like yeah. stay together and now they have to rehash oh yeah you know those it's feelings. all fresh again and Even not you to, got over them no and you're not going to just like fully get over them no. and then you have kids that are involved and you mm. have to you know what I mean it's just kind of I don't know it's such a delicate situation that I just I don't know I feel for them I really do I I yeah and I feel like people always say like maybe this is because of my life I'm more understanding than prior people be like well you rich and you famous so that's part of the life true but that doesn't mean it's easier no it and still it, sucks yeah and, and I, it's still hard yeah I think that what uh, I don't know. I struggle when people say that too, and I get it, but it's still like people are mean. Like I've said this before, people are mean. And just because you are on a public platform, it doesn't automatically mean that you should also be a target. Yeah. And that's the trouble. You got people feel so entitled. I can say whatever I want. Otherwise, you should just have a public, uh, a private life. Why can't so I can't pursue my passion and what I love of acting or music or whatever it is, sports, whatever it is, because you're mean. Yeah. It's, and the funny thing is, even like back home in Tacoma, when we were there, no, none of us were famous. Mm-hmm. No, nobody was rich. But people's lives still were fodder for the Internet. Right. And sometimes that almost feels worse because yeah. it's people you actually have to see in the grocery store. You know, people. Oh, he he got her pregnant. Yes. Oh, she got fired. She supposed to have another job. Oh, they left the church. Like even that news feels like, bro, I don't want this, this to get out. Yeah. And that's, you know, their life is that to a global scale. Right. When that happens, it's on TMZ, it's on Variety, it's memified. Yes. Like, I mean, I, I love Will, but also everybody knows the joke comes first. So when it came down to it, Will, I got the joke, I gotta do it. And I know it's gonna happen to me too. Um, and that does suck for for them. It does. Will, it, Will looked like he hadn't slept in days. I know. And, and Jada I just, was like, Ain't no transgressions. Like, they were clearly somebody must have filed the paperwork. Okay, they were clearly they were on, on their, their way. That was the way Wayne and Gabrielle Union. And then he had that break, baby. Oh, mm-hmm. that's why you can never have a break. Yeah, somebody always does something that we thought we wasn't doing. I thought it was great. I thought was, I had a little cool. Well, and that's side. why too, when he says um, August says that it was with Will's permission. I don't know if I feel like he's exaggerating that, but what I think is that they were probably literally mm. separated, doing their own things, and maybe it was out in the public. Maybe she wasn't hiding it. I don't know the details. Obviously, it's a big house, but um, yeah, I'm sure it is. And so I'm sure that's why he thought. I mean. Clearly, he knows what's happening. I do feel like that relationship, like that's gross and kind of inappropriate. Age Not even kind of, yeah. Like that's kind of like because it, it made it seem. Isn't he like twenty seven? He definitely Joshy. 
um the other thing is it felt perverted because it was like a speaking to that home let me stop talking <laughs> Um, because I thought they had like a he is twenty seven, and I thought they had like a mother son relationship. Oh yeah, he was and a so mother. it feels. I'm gonna show you a thing or two. That twenty one feel, years. That feels gross. Okay, I'm just gonna say that twenty one year difference. difference. Oh my god. He's twenty seven. She forty eight. That's them greens. Yeah, that feels. That feels gross. So if it was. Celebrity X, who's within three years of her, five years, you feel different? If it was Idris. Would I feel different about the fact that it's gross that they had yeah. like, a, like the way the relationship was presented was that it was like a mother-son relationship and it turns out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Oedipus complex. Nah, she did. You right. That's gross. Man, she be having, she be looked young. Maybe she's okay with it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, someone said it was predatory. I agree. Yeah, she was a payday loan for him. She yeah. knew he was struggling. You like same day advance, same day coochie advance. Oh, same day pulling advance. Yeah. You give, you give me you a little piece of your check when you get paid, and you ain't never gonna be able to pay it off. And that's why he was entangled. Yeah. She was in payday loan poom. That wasn't that was big payday loan poom energy. So anyway, I feel very I, my emotions are very complicated because depending on the avenue that I'm looking at, I feel differently. Mm-hmm. Like just talking about him and or um, what's his name, August and Jada. That's gross. Yuck. If I'm talking about the relationship <laughs> between Will and Jada, I feel away. If I'm talking about just Jada, there's certain things that I feel. You there's know? also the, a lot of people have said it's still, so Will probably had his own stuff. I believe that. And it's still the black woman sacrificing for the black man. 100% And she has to take all the arrows 100%. and Will comes out looking like. Unscathed. Unscathed. Not even unscathed. It looks better. Yeah. Right? right? Like. And that's why the whole get me back. Oh, you already got me back. It's like, okay, now as a brand, mm-hmm. do we do we air wheel stuff out or is it are we tarnished enough right now? So we can't say nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Like yeah. the black woman always having to take the back seat to the, the black woman, especially. But a lot of times women haven't take the back seat to their, you know, man. But in black community as well, it's like, okay, now it's not even that Jada's wrong, but it. Will and Jada don't make it seem like only she did something wrong. Right. Right. He, it looks like he's done his stuff, whether sexual or the cage or whatever, but he's never been thrown to the wolves this way like she was. Right, right, right. And um, I just want to be clear really quickly because we, we kind of said a few things and I want to make sure we're clear. August is 27. The age gap between Jada and August yeah. is 21 years. Yeah. August is not 21 years. Someone was asking about st- how Stella got her groove back. That's fine. I understand that he's grown. Those things are fine as well. What was gross it's about the entry this, point? No, no, no. Well, right. And the presentation that it was a father, I mean, a um, yeah. mother son relationship that made it feel it feels a little bit more that's a power dynamic right Stella got a group back she went to Jamaica to find herself and Tay Diggs found her right that's that's completely different that's not this the grossness you were talking about I I got that I'm glad you clarified the grossness you were talking about isn't the age difference it was the relationship that turned sexual exactly not 21 years if he's just random 27 year old and she's however old she is plus 21 whatever that number is and they just have this relationship that's fine but it's the fact that 
it seemed to have been he was going through a hard time in life, entered the Smith family. They're there to be a rock, to be a this, to be a that. And then all of a sudden, y'all are in a sexual relation yeah. entanglement Fair. together. That's gross. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, that's that. Did you have it? I mean, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Like I said, I always look at things. I'm not a comedian, okay? Like, I'm not a comedian. I'm always thinking, like, I'm always team and wife And we're first. venturing into this world more right. and more. And, not, and I have seen people lie on me. I've Googled <laughs> Melissa Fredericks and seen things. They'd be like, y'all know so much and yet know so little. Bruh. People just Bruh. be making up, have half truths and put things together. And so because of that, I do have a little bit more sympathy with the, and that's part of the reason I've decided to be more protective over even what I share. Yeah. Even having this platform, that doesn't mean I have to divulge everything. I'm learning that too. About my relationship because yeah. you give people fodder. And they will use it against and you. They will and you will be a fool to think. You. We would be fools to think we would be. Will Smith is one of the almost universally beloved celebrities. Mm -hmm. Very few have his almost untarnished thing. Like he's Barack Obama without the yes. the drone strikes. You know what I mean? So, um, and he was no match yeah. for the internet. No. You know, Jada. Everybody loves Jada. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. No match for the internet. So I would be a fool to think, oh, Kim, he's web, he's kid. Listen, I would be getting destroyed. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I've accepted this in my world, in my life, but it doesn't mean it's easy to watch. And no. I piled on. Oh, yeah. As a comedian and content creator, right. you have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I'm, don't have to, but you do. Yeah. I did. And you guys have a podcast about, you know, current events. It's part of the reason I because I'm also like, I don't want to be mean to people because I know how that feels. Yeah. So I don't want to like, I don't want to add to that. And so I struggle with, you know, talking about it without at least presenting an idea of like, I can understand. And for women, any relationship that you've been in, and I've watched it with with my own parents and you feel like you've said the same thing over and over and over and over you're, you get exhausted you get tired of that Man. and so that's where I and again Jada has said this before like I'm not putting words in her mouth she has quite literally said these things before yeah. on their on um, not their podcast but on Red, Red Table Talk yeah. so you really there wasn't you watch all the episodes no but I watch all the ones with Will <laughs> <laughs> definitely watch all the ones with Will. if you haven't listened to um their little tidbit i definitely do it not only with tea but do it with a quick glass of wine as well over the weekend while we're talking about wine we played a game called we're not really strangers they're not sponsoring the podcast i'm just showing it to you guys because i'm thinking about doing a thing with our patreon audience with this game but we played it with a few friends and we all had glasses of wine and by the end we were either crying or laughing it's yeah. such a great game and doing things family events or anything with a great glass of wine always just creates really great memories and so you should go to first leaf to find the glass of wine that is perfect for you okay you start by taking a quick quiz to assess your wine drinking 
preferences. Then First Leaf will send six expertly picked bottles of wine based on your answers. First Leaf uses your ratings and feedback to refine future shipments. So what that means is you get your wine, you taste it, you tell them you like it, you loved it, what you didn't like, what you didn't love, and they'll refine your next shipment based on what you've inputted so they can get you the wine that is the perfect wine for you. First Leaf has 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you receive a bottle you are into, First Leaf will cover the cost. Sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to firstleaf.com slash love. love. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 at tryfirstleaf.com slash love. love. Gather your friends and family. Have a good time laugh cry and do it over a great glass of wine wine all right okay so the last topic um the last topic we will talk about is kanye west and kanye Moore. what kim kardashian and kanye west (laughs) i don't know why i struggled to get their names out so kanye west and kim kardashian we all saw them saw uh kanye's tweets there were tweets yesterday. Tweets, tweets yesterday and Video. campaign the day before. The day before. So that would have been mon- no Sunday. Sunday and Monday. Yeah. All right. So I Kanye West is having a mental breakdown in front of us. That's quite literally what's happening. One of the things that I think is. I was saying this actually today on the live with the Boo Hive. I'm sad that the person that not in this way but i'm gonna say it and help me pause so i can get the whole point out i'm sad that his wife is kim kardashian in this moment the reason why is because it is very difficult given the past and the history of the Mm. kardashians to give them the benefit of the doubt yes and so people are like where are his friends where is his wife his wife isn't doing nothing she's just this is probably this is probably and it's like They haven't given us a reason to think otherwise, but I want to believe that as a wife, she really is trying. But when you're dealing with someone with a mental illness, there's only so much you can do. There's just so much you can do. And it seems to me that his the authority figure in his life that could help him self-regulate and the person that he would listen to was his mama and it's not to and and your wife doesn't automatically assume that position just because your mom has passed and so if no one has been able to take that mantle up and hold that position in his life since his mother's passing he's just he's out here he's just out here And I feel maybe I'm just an empath. I don't know you guys, but I really I feel bad. I feel not. I feel so bad for Kanye because this is so public. And again, this is fodder. This is this man's real life. It's so crazy to see. This is American celebrity culture. We and I'm not even exempt. We can't help ourselves no we can't i was like mel texas did you see kanye on twitter and i was like "Mm, let me go see (laughs) like i don't want to but i when i drive past the car accident i look (laughs) i complain about everybody what y'all doing i ain't never seen an accident before and then i go up and like oh this is crazy this thing was upside down and i caused my traffic i want to be better but i'm not 
I be looking like, man. Wait, and I want to be clear that I'm not coming out here on like a preaching mantle that I'm better because I'm looking as well. Like I watched the Red Table talk, let's be clear, okay? And immediately was like, I have thoughts and opinions and let me figure out how I feel. I'm reading his tweets. I'm reading, you know, watching the video. I'm not saying that I'm any better, but I also feel bad. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, there's so many. As a marriage, here's what I can say for my marriage. I am thankful for my marriage and my life Mm -hmm. that I have people around that I would not question their motives if Mm -hmm. I were struggling the way he's struggling. Mm -hmm. I think for Kanye, um, this isn't to make an excuse or anything, but the Kardashian-Jenner family has made a fortune of capitalizing on Americans' fascination with celebrity they literally which is why it's so hard to give them the benefit of the which is so hard i never thought about that until you said that but like they they use their dad's uh lawyering skill or their dad was just and maybe their dad did it too Mm -hmm. being on the oh everybody wanted to be on the oj simpson case because you get high profile cases you get high profile money you get more high profile cases but you know it wasn't they were friends who oj and the kardashian family yeah yeah I, I mean that could be true, but also you, you there is the benefit of being on the biggest case. Sure, like, I don't I think can't you want think of, it to be, but keep going. Okay, I just want to make sure we're painting that story correctly. Well, all I'm saying is that I don't know his motives or intentions, but I'm saying that he was on a high profile sure. case. So Kim, before Ray J, she was with Paris Hilton, and like she had been trying to be a socialite. Got you right. Then the Ray J case. Shout mm-hmm. out to Ray J. Um, Raycon ads coming soon, <laughs> but you know, literally was in a sex tape, right? And used that and and um, an American's fascination right. with that. Ray J was infinitely more famous than her, mm-hmm. but shoot, the last 15 years, she's been 12 skyrocketed million times more famous than mm-hmm. Ray J. Um, and then they put their sisters on, and Kendall gets Miley Cantrock, and Kylie gets, you know, right. that social capital that they've built up in a, it's almost like bootlegging. Yeah. Like back when families made their money off bootlegging, like nobody would say they're, they're proud of what they've done, mm-hmm. like the sex tape, you know, the reality TV, but the money is real. Right. The money is real. And so Kylie doesn't have to work nearly as hard as, say, you. If you want to start a makeup business, Good luck sure. making the amount of money that Kylie made in that Listen, short amount of time, right? right? Nearly impossible, mm-hmm. right? So if that's your foundation, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians has been on TV forever. I would be far fetched. And here's also where Kim doesn't help herself, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not blaming her. I'm just yeah. saying, here's how. When Kanye says I'm running for president, she retweets him and puts American flags there. Right. That makes us feel like right. you're co-signing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. if you want to be taken seriously as a wife, it's like, well, why would you co-sign? Yes. So, and you can't invite us into your home for every piece of drama mm-hmm. and then say privacy, privacy when real life starts to happen, right? That's, wait, what? I disagree. <laughs> you do? I do. I believe, I do. I feel like we feel like it has to be all or nothing. You need to be completely private or everything about your life needs to be well, public. See, now, now let me let me clarify that okay. because take Run's House okay. as a reality show. Mm-hmm. Very little of their true life sure. is seen. So if they want to be like privacy, privacy, I'm like, okay. I mean, y'all going to the ranch, you know, your wife's falling off a skateboard. It's that. 
Kardashians, Lamar Odom's crack scandal. Cameras are there. Mm -hmm. The fighting each other. Like that's as close as you get into family stuff. Mm -hmm. So then when it's real family stuff, it's hard to be like, oh, no, this is just for the show. No, because you open the door to everything. That's Mm -hmm. why Erica Campbell, I just randomly saw this interview. She was like somebody asked her on people, would you do um, the Mary Mary show again? Mm -hmm. And She was like, no, because in these shows, you need a villain. And what happens is they always painted Tina as the villain. Even when it wasn't, they would edit it in a way that made her seem she's really late, longer than she really is. Like they would take people, you know, we watch yeah. reality shows, you know, that they, they create a story. So you, and that's why we've always turned them down. Yeah. You know, we've been asked, and even more lately, reality show, like, mm-hmm. bruh, no. Because what happens is they create narratives that aren't there, but then the people involved really take them, you know, are hurt for real by it. So. I I I feel guilty partially for consuming mm-hmm. a man's uh content as he spirals. Um but I was a real fan of Kanye, yeah, right? No. And black people we really be giving him like a lot of people have written him off, but we still be like pray for pray for yay, do this and that and like as a couple, as a has a person married to you, my hope is that if I were going through this, I could listen to Melissa, the wife, not Melissa. Like I, I know that you wouldn't use my mental health to help make good content. Right. And that for me would be enough to know that you would be like, bro, I'll never do this podcast again before right. I let you go out here looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? You've always said, I will go back to working a regular job. Tomorrow. I have no problem. Tomorrow. I will have a little thick Dell computer <laughs> PC and I got no problem doing that. So I, you know, I you even said you would do that so that I could continue on on this dream, mm-hmm. right? So he does not have that. I don't think there's a lot of trust there for him. Which is, that's what makes it sad. Yeah, but also it is your personal mental health. Yes. So you cannot blame Kim Kardashian or your mom's passing. That's like at the end of the day. Gift. And then this is what I was going to say for here's the thing, but maybe we'll go a different angle with it. Kanye, all you can he does, say it again because people don't listen to both. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kanye, you feel bad for him, right? But the last thing he does is promote his album. So then you feel like, bro, are you even really struggling, or is this all part of a way to sell your music? But because this, this always happens when you're about to do an album. I'm telling you, but this, go ahead, go ahead. I think it is. Oh yeah, Josh had a good point on this. I agree. So for him to end that on, like, okay, well, at least I'm going to get some good comments out of posting a picture of some type of rollout. Right. But I don't think that rollout is ready to happen on Friday. I don't either. And not just, just to or piggyback off what you just said, Joshua, I believe that one of the um, curses, and I, I'm struggling with the right word, but I'll use curses, of mental health is the ability to put on a facade that everything's okay. Yeah. And so the people on the outside looking at you judge your actions as if you are okay. 100%. And the fact of the matter is this entire state that he is in, whether he sounds of sound mind or he sounds like he is losing it, he is all he, they're just lucid moments. Yeah. It's not that he is 
actually doing okay and so we are judging him oh you're promoting an album that see this is just a stunt this is just this is a publicity stunt he's doing this for attention and I don't believe it's any of those things he's refusing to get help he needs to get help in all of this I mean those they were so disjointed just like what are you talking about (laughs) for those of you couldn't hear what Josh said what Josh said was Kanye receives validation from his music. So maybe it's not part of the rollout, but it's more that everything else is going out of control, but at least they'll love me for my music. Right. So I'll promote that and people will come and love me and admire me for my music because I've always had the music. Uh, But Josh doesn't think that the album is coming out on Friday. Yeah, I don't either. From the way the titles were, it's a long way. I don't either. I was reading the titles. I was like, ah, that's just... Drum, gr- guitars and drums weren't added to some. Yeah, it's I don't. Lie. I didn't think so either. I think we have to. If it's, I won't say what I was going to say. I just feel like um, that self edit. Yeah, that was a self edit. I just feel like it's so hard from the outside looking in, and it's. Um, I struggle with simply saying. This is a publicity stunt. But that's not to say that he shouldn't be held accountable to the fact that, number one, he's causing more harm than good. Yeah. And even when I read the tweet that said something along the lines of, Kim, try to commit me, send me to a doctor. Get me locked up. Get me locked to what I read, she tried to get you committed to a mental health facility. Yeah. That was my understanding of that tweet. 100%. And so that's why, again, I'm like, I want to give Kim the benefit of the doubt because what it sounds like is they did try to offer this man help. But what we know about the state of uh, California is that you can't commit someone who's not a danger to himself or a danger to other people. And that has a very specific meaning if they don't want to go. Right. So if he's not threatening to exactly so and that's where it falls back on him that like where are his friends if they're like having these interventions and telling him you need to go and he's like I'm okay I'm fine I'm whatever what are they going to do you can't even if they dragged him even if they gave him a sleeping pill put him in the car dropped him off at the mental facility if he woke up and was like I don't want to be here they have to let him go he has not committed a crime they cannot retain him against his will. If he ain't hurt somebody or threatened to hurt somebody. So I feel like over the last three months, a lot has happened in me personal life and mm. me personal life with me wife and mm-hmm. me amigos in hijos <laughs> um, that has made me. I was struggling to coming to grips with the celebrity nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think by sheer um, number of followers I have. Mm hmm. People consider me a celebrity, whether Mm -hmm. I consider myself that or not. And therefore, I have to move in that capacity because I'm going to be treated that way by people regardless. And watching what happened to Will and Tamar and and Kanye and Nick Cannon and myself, it's like, okay, you got to, you know, watch how you move in this landscape. Because everybody isn't there for your benefit. Some Mm -hmm. people are there to watch your, you know, like T. Grizzly said, the songwriter said, these Pray it on my downfall. Yeah. Some people want you to fail yeah. so they can revel in it. And that's a hard thing because you don't feel that way about people, but they feel that way. Yeah. Americans love to see a salacious story. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's why the news, you you know, the news is bad because we want to see we. Well, I shouldn't say we want to see it, but bad 
goes far and oh fast. yeah it sells yeah that's Look. why there there was an opposite page of the shade room that just highlighted mm-hmm. oh melissa donated sixty dollars to a woman's group yeah and josh you know helped the old lady across the street wouldn't get no views right, nobody right, right. cares right if Josh had an OnlyFans and he was slinging that wang around and there was a sex tape of him and a, a, a busty black woman and he's destroying her back, Josh did what? Mm-hmm. I thought he was just a photography boy. Yeah. No, he put that lens and he put that shutter in there. These comments about Joshua getting an OnlyFans page, we should change subjects. Uh but I agree that sex sells, blood, blood sells, um, all of those things. I, I feel bad. Someone was saying that Josh, I mean Joshua, that Kanye lives in Wyoming. I don't he know. He has a house. He has a ranch in Wyoming. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's where I he invited know. people when he did the one of the albums with the little green writing. Oh, I remember that. Something about being bipolar. I don't know the rules in Wyoming. I just know that that I know Chris. Uh, Chris oh, and, and as far as live, the, yeah, oh, committed. got it, got it. But got it, got they it. live out here. Kamye lives out here. Kamye. Listen, that was funny. That was hilarious. I thought that was quite hysterical. Listen, I I want myself to be better. I I wish I didn't find the funny and stuff. That was funny. But when I he said Kamye and somebody tweeted a picture of who he was talking about, I was like, oh, Jesus. Well, what, what, and what made it even more hilarious is that Chris looks like Kim. Yeah. And then Kamye. What is the man's name? I don't know. Whatever his calm. <laughs> he actually it was like literally looking at like ah! Kanye and Kim, but like aged. It was quite hysterical. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. Um anyway, I do I feel bad for their whole entire family. I feel bad I do feel bad for uh Kanye. Clearly he's dealing with like rejection even the fact that he brought up the abortion issue with his dad and he was able to like link bro. that to if Kim, him and Kim talked uh, this man you gotta get in that and listen, listen the reason why mental health is spiking the way that it is during this pandemic is because when you are I talked about this on the book club when you are busy and you are on the go you don't have the time man. to deal with unresolved issues and peace is actually resolution yes. peace is actually when everything has all the boxes have been opened they have been addressed we know what's in them we know how to work with them and we can close it back Right now, we have all of these boxes that are just half open, unopened, not dealt with, not looked at, don't know what's over here, don't know what's over there. But we've been so busy going and going and going that we didn't have time. Yes. Now we're. Some people's coping mechanism was busyness. Absolutely. I'm on tour. I'm traveling. I'm releasing an album. I'm doing this. You can't do that. I can't. Okay, I'll just go to the movies and calm down. Nope. I'll I'll, I'll go bowling. No, I'll go to the gym. No. So what do you want me to do? Deal with my thoughts? Exactly. And I don't so want to deal with them. Literally anything now becomes a trigger because we are at a place of calm. We're not so busy. You watch a show, all of a sudden you think about something that happened 15 years ago with your mama. <laughs> a scent, you smell something, all of a sudden it triggers a memory. Yeah. Somebody said something. Or literally you're just sitting at home in the house bored sitting and all of a sudden your brain board. is like, Girl, you got some time. You got a few minutes, it seemed like. So let me, just give me a minute. How do you feel about your real dad? Listen, what? Exactly. What are you talking about, brain? Exactly. And that's why, and we're flooded. All of us are being flooded with all of these emotions that we haven't dealt with. We're not prepped yeah. to deal with. And it's causing us to have a lot of mental health 
issues. A lot of them are even, they've always been under the surface and maybe we've been able to deal with them. Maybe we've been able to cope with them. We all have coping mechanisms as well, whether that's alcohol, whether that's um, uh, drugs, exercise, sex, work, exercise, work. We have all eating. of these coping mechanisms yeah. and now you don't really have those options. None of that stuff that used to work is working. Those right. options that are available used to be available, no longer available. So them thoughts are louder. They're could, much louder. Listen, sometimes just sheer exhaustion. When I was on the road, you you work, travel, perform, travel, sleep. You don't have time to deal with stuff. anything. You literally have routine. You now you have t- time is on At your all. side. And someone was yes, asking what you can do. Honestly, the best thing to do is get to therapy. Get yes. to therapy find yourself a therapist and deal with those unresolved issues i signed up for therapy a couple weeks ago listen my sister has a therapist i go to therapy through her she like gives me all the downloads um kevin has a therapist loves him so i was like okay Melissa, her her loves her um Steve I was like, uh, could have been you i need to do this so i signed up y'all Talk to no it wasn't through. Uh, actually, I need to ask them because I think that the people I signed up with is about to be a um, sponsor. I'll tell you what I love about them is that you can like do a trial run, so to speak, <clears throat> with your therapist. So that way you can figure out if you really like them. But I just want to say that the person that I was initially matched with was not a match. I was like so angry. <laughs> I was so annoyed. I was like disappointed because Kev loves his therapist. Mel loves hers. I was like, this is going to be great for me. Like, I'm so excited. And then I was like, no, ma'am, Miss Pam, you're a whole entire no. <laughs> say no. Miss Pam. Love saying no, ma'am, Miss Pam. You're a no. So, no, sir, Mr. Burr. It could work. No way, Jose. That might be a negative. It is. Trader Joe's had Trader Joe's had to stop selling Trader Jose. Oh. Oh, they had Trader Jose for Mexican stuff. They had Trader something for Italian. Okay, but that's clear. Huh? Trader Jose for Mexican. Yeah, they... I was like, Trader Joe, did y'all really do? I didn't even know that they did that. Let's be better. We we definitely could do be better. best. Yeah, be oh yes, please be best. Um, all right. Trader Ming. Trader Ming. That's what for it was. Asian food. Trader Ming was for Asian food. That's real. Yes. Trader Giotto's was for, for Italians. Yes. <laughs> Trader Joe's be best. Trader Mings. That doesn't. What does that? What does Trader Mings mean? Me, like mean like. No, like, but that doesn't even have. Is Ming Joe and like Trader Jose? I get oh. Joe Jose. Like I at least get the racism there. Trader Ming. I don't. They're it, just wh- letting the trader be the branding, and then they're just, they're just adding picking on. a random name for whatever culture they're trying to yes. appropriate. That's really surprising. And so if they sold Sofu, would be Trader Jamal's? Trader Raekwon's? You should check that because that might be what they called it. Trader Tyrone's? What did you guys call us? Hmm? What did you have in your little prepackaged collard greens? Trader Raekwon? <laughs> Trader Jamal. I, he sells Black and Milds. <laughs> I literally can't. They sold black and miles at Trader Joe's. Tra- that's Trader when Jamal. Jamal's when it's called. Trader Jamal. Tips. <laughs> Bamboo tips from Trader Me. <laughs> they got no food. Trader Jamal's only sells backwood wrapping papers. We eat. Okay? We eat too. Someone said it would be Contrail. Back Joe's. 
That's hilarious. Trader Joe's, if you happen to listen to this episode, I don't know why you would, but in the event that you do, be best. (laughs) Be best. Be best. Anything else? No, Joe's hungry and I got to go to the bathroom. I'm hungry as well. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this random episode of... Okay. His voice is getting deeper. It was deep. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us for today's episode of the Love Hour podcast where we talked about a bunch of randomness. I hope you enjoyed it. If not, catch us next week where we'll be talking about real things. Okay. Until the Bye. next time. Bye. <laughs>